Warning! The vibes in the show are hilarious and could lead to contagious laughter. Do attempt to try this at home. My co-host and I insist that you do things that make you laugh. Remember, life is always better when you're laughing. <laughs> okay. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, we gotta open. So I'm in here. I'm having fun. I'm with my sister. <laughs> all right, all right, all right co-host. So this week I'm accompanied my I'm oh, I'm accompanied by my co-host, my girl, my little Vanasso little sis, Tanea. What's up, Naya? Hey y'all. How y'all doing? It's T, a.k.a. Book, a.k.a. Daya. Okay, wait. I forgot to introduce my show. Welcome back to the Tamia Lee Talks podcast. Hey I'm your host, Tamia Lee. How y'all been feeling? How y'all been doing? Okay, so back to you, Naya. I just got to say that I had to have you on here as my co-host. Period, as you should. Because as... As an older sister, sometimes I think I got to step up my game because you out here, you're very, (laughs) you're very headstrong, um, passionate individual who will say what she feels. So I just want to say that I just had to have you on here. So give me a little bit about yourself. Introduce yourself to the world, to the podcast. Well, if you guys don't know me, my name is Tanea. I'm a junior in high school and a young black activist. I'm in the National Honor Society for my academics. I'm a part of the Delta Gems. Okay. Academy. And what else? I'm an upper bound math science Next. scholar and a speech alumni. And I am so glad to be on your podcast, Lil Sis. I'm the Lil Sis? Yeah. I mean, which one? Little. Okay. Period. So last week's episode was fun. You watched, I mean, I said you watched. You heard it with J2 Nice? Yeah, I did. He was pretty good. I mean, I got a lot of feedback from people expressing their love for the episode and giving me encouraging, encouraging statements and seeing my vision and so forth. So I had to, like, step it up for this episode. So I was like, why not just pick one of the chicks out of my household, a boss chick, and I thought of you. So, this week, we wanted to focus primarily on women and our phenomenal contribution to our society, which includes many areas such as women being strong for their men, you know how that goes, women being in career paths, young women in their activism. Ooh, I can keep going. I wanted to talk about you because I feel like you're a phenomenal woman. I mean, you're a rising star in your school and your community. So I'm so glad that I have you on this week today. I'm glad to be here. 
I'm glad that you're here because I feel like you can give a young perspective yeah. on topics. So let's get into it. Here's my thing. Eva Longoria, actress, activist, and so much more, is trending this week on all media platforms, Naya. Especially the shade room. Especially that, because her comments on the Joe Biden election results, it got her in the hot seat. I think that her statement on who she felt were her real heroines, well, at the time, before, okay, we Here's her talking and this is what got her originally on the shade room. Yeah, I think I think you bring up a good point. I mean, I think, uh, you know, campaign financing needs to be looked at. I think the way in which we campaign, there were so many false ads in Florida in Spanish. Spanish wasn't regulated the same as in English. And so uh, I do think we need to take a look at that. Again, our, our work is just beginning. But I want to talk about what you just said about the women, the women of color showed up in big ways. Of course, you saw uh, in Georgia with what uh, uh, black women have done, but that Latina women were the real heroines here, beating men yeah. in turnout in every state and voting for Biden-Harris at an average rate close to three to one. And, and that wasn't surprising to us. You know, Latinos are the CEOs of the households. They make all the financial decisions and healthcare decisions and educational decisions. Many Latinas are small business owners and they wanted a plan for recovery um, for themselves, not for Wall Street. And so Trump's policies were never aimed at the struggling Latina community. And, you know, if you look at voter suppression on top of that, how Latinas showed up, even through through the closing of polling places and the shutting down of drop-off sites and new voter ID laws and long lines and driving 30 miles and, and all of that. And on top of that, restrictions and safety protocols of a, of a pandemic, that spirit and perseverance that, that Latinas use in their daily lives, the struggle to pay their bills and the struggle to show up to their jobs and homeschool their kids and take care of their elders, that's the same perseverance and spirit they use to show up at polls. <laughs> Okay, so Tanea, you have the her apology because I know she came out with an apology a couple hours later. Yes, she did. I got all the tea. Okay, so Eva Longoria's apology was about my MSNBC interview. Black women have long been the backbone of the Democratic Party, something we have seen played out in this election as well as previous ones. Black women absolutely should be applauded and lifted up. They brought this victory home in a big way. I was comparing Latinas and Latino men, not black women. I meant Latinas were the ones who showed up for our Latinx community. Finally, black women don't have to do it alone. Latina women and other women of color are standing with them and growing their voice and power together. We are unstoppable. Black women turned out 90% for Biden. I, as a Latina, aspire to be as engaged, as effective as they are. Wow. Like, that was something else. That was something else. But I really could tell that that apology was genuine, though. I, I don't think that she meant to. Like, what do you think? What do you think to that? So, for me, I feel as though her delivery was kind of off. Yeah, yeah. It made people question her intent. She started off really well with yeah. the minority women helped the election and made Biden's chances stronger. But where she slightly went left is when she said 
black women, we saw how black women showed up in Georgia, which to me, I feel as though black women have been a key factor in elections for years uh-huh. before uh-huh. the Biden and Trump election. Very true. Not just this year for the Democratic Party. We've been holding it down. Period. Her second problem was she said, but. Whenever you say but after a statement, you take away the validation of your first statement. Don't you hate that? I don't like people saying buts. Me either. Third thing she made a mistake with was her saying Latino women were the real heroines. Yes. I don't think that what she said was completely wrong. I Mm -hmm. mean, Latinos did they thing this election. They did. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They did they thing. Mm -hmm. However, minority women... In majority, they all did they think. So I don't think it was just Latina women. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and when she said her apology, she said that she was addressing Latino men. However, where the confusion came from from the general public was that she never said Latino men in her previous, her first I, statement. Yes. I And, you know, I think that sometimes it's important to... Really think about your wording. Yes. Really think before you say things. And even with with her apology, like the tweet, like people read things the wrong way. So when she actually went out there and got on television and said her statement, the first original statement on MSNBC, I think that she was just so excited to talk about her culture mm-hmm. that she offended another. And... Before we get on to the next topic, I'd like to say I don't believe she, I really like to say she, I don't want to believe she intended to offend anyone. I don't think she intended to offend mm-hmm. anyone. Mm-hmm. Her apology was genuine. I feel like I appreciate her apology. And Me I too. Me too. Her apology. But I think when you're talking about politics and racial, racial ethnicity and culture, it's very, mm-hmm. you have to be very precise on what you're saying and mm-hmm. who you are talking about and what you are comparing And who your audiences to. will be. Yes, because it's but, a very sensitive topic. But before we continue, me being a black woman, I think I can speak for you, today because we are sisters. Coming from a multiracial background that includes Hispanic heritage, I don't believe she was trying to pin one color against the other. Now, we have seen people go to the extremes and said that she, oh, she just wants to pin one culture against another. She wants to pin black women against Spanish women. And um, I mean, sorry, Latina women. I don't believe she was doing that. I think we're all a part of demographics that are often looked over and oppressed in this country. And I think that we all have to get on the same page. And let's just move forward. Let's move forward and let's celebrate let's celebrate us being able to embrace change. And maybe she mm-hmm. the next time just give it a pause and think about what you say before yes. you touch give on it. a very sensitive topic. Like yes, that. I agree. I agree. I agree. Moving on. Today I wanted to change it up a little bit and honor someone who is very much so living and breathing and has made history, honey. Okay? Kamala Harris is a black woman who has made history as our first ever African and Asian American vice president elect. Interestingly, Kamala Harris is a product of two immigrants whose love story began during a civil rights march back in the 1960s. So let's fast forward 
Kamala Harris is a HBCU grad. She graduated from the prestigious Howard University. Shout out to all HU alumni. She is also a member of the Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated. After graduating from her HBCU, she attended law school at the University of California College of Law, and her career path took her on many journeys. She was once a district, sorry, a district attorney. She was also a prosecutor, and she was also the senator for the state of California. So this past weekend, Kamala Harris and Joe Biden actually won for the Democratic Party, okay? Per, per, Period. They brought the victory home, but there was people out in the streets partying for days. Partying days. for days during the Cupid Shuffle. Right in front of the White House. Just white, okay, on Black Lives Matter way. Okay, so, <laughs> ultimately, we're... I saw a lot of people giving backlash to Kamala. People love her, but then you have some people that, that dislike her. I mean, what were you seeing? Because I saw some stuff, too. So what was you seeing today? Well, ultimately, it was the longest gender reveal I have Not a ever gender reveal. experienced. Yo. Nevada didn't know how to count for a couple days. They kept going back to one. He was waiting for him. There's not even that many people there. Okay. But one of the things I heard was that so many people don't consider Kamala Harris as a black woman. Wow. But I have learned that if someone is an ounce of black or have an ounce of black blood in them, they are considered black. Period. 400 years ago, she would have been considered a slave. And she would have been considered a black woman. That's period again. So what's different now in 2020? Exactly. But if she would have came out and said... I'm not a black woman. People would have had a problem with her not claiming being black. Mm -hmm. I just think people have to support one another and so we can evolve as a people. I I think that, that that's very true. I think that it's 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 like get over. Let the lady get in office good before y'all start taking her head off. I mean, ultimately, when you know better, you do better. And people grow and people change. Despite what you may have to say about this woman, she's our vice president. She's made history and she is our black queen. On a ticket where we just had a bunch of Uncle Bobs, okay? We had a bunch of Uncle Bobs before. But now, we got Kamala. We got some Kamala. I'm sorry, and I was about to call her Kamala. Besides orange. Okay? So we got to accept change in our country. We got to embrace it and we got to hold on to it tight. Because if we don't, people going to try to take it from us. It already took us this long to get to this one lady. Exactly. This is 2020. This is history. I'm alive in this moment. This is crazy. Okay, so for Manifestation Minute, I'm going to hand over the mic completely to my little sis. And she's going to be telling us, I want her to tell us what, what she's been working on. So come on, give us a little something. What you been what you been manifesting, Naya? All right, so I have been doing my own little thing behind the scenes and in my community, in my school. Okay. Through this club I founded called the Black and Brown Culture Alliance. Say it again. The Black and Brown Culture Alliance, okay. which took months and months for me to do All right. and to actually get approved for, and which I created to educate others on the Black and Brown community and why it's important 
for us to learn and for other people to learn our culture. Okay. Uh, where did you start this club at? Bamberg High School. Okay. My goal for this project is to not only have discussions, but to raise money and awareness on issues such as police brutality, immigration, sex trafficking, and Black Lives Matter. Oh, things that need to be talked about. By the end of the year, through fundraising, I plan on giving scholarship money to minority students through this organization. Cool. But I can't do this alone, so I ask that you guys continue to support me and speak up for what you believe in. So yeah, my club is something that I've been manifesting in my life that finally got approved in sep- September. Woo! <laughs> I am excited to present to you guys, and I have em- embarked on this new journey, and I'm just you're just happy. Excited. I can yeah, and they can I know they can hear you smiling because it's something that you've been working on. I'm so excited for you, especially because like you're my big little. You're my big little sis. Or is it my little big sis? I don't know. I don't know which one. But, she, but she's my youngin'. And she doing what she had to do. And she's been working so hard on this. And to get it approved, this is amazing, honey. And if you know me, you know how long I've been working on this. So yes. I'm very excited. And I really hope that you guys support me. And continue to keep me in my prayers. Because couldn't do this without God and your prayers. Thank but you. But one thing I wanted to tell you that you know under pressure you apply pressure and we've been in this whole quarantine thing and i and i can say for I, i'm just i'm glad she gave us what the club is about but let me brag on my sister just a little bit i'm glad that her club was approved because under pressure you apply pressure we were in quarantine y'all we still are in quarantine but the pandemic and everything changed. She's in high school. This is something new to her. Going to school virtually. Like, you know. And I just feel like it's a very important club oh. that we need to have. Because if you don't know, at my school we had this big event of the N-word slur getting thrown at graduations mm-hmm. and in classroom Zoom meetings. Mm-hmm. And I just felt like we needed something. support. Something. Black people... Hispanic people, people of color just needed a voice and a safe place to be comfortable mm-hmm. and feel supported. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm so glad you're giving this platform for people because especially coming from a woman, a young black woman of a minority, a minority within this um, society that we live in. I'm proud of you for even stepping up and saying, you know what? I see something wrong and I want to change it. And I just want to say kudos to you. Hats off to you. I, I yeah, you over here smiling and you stuff because like you know. <laughs> okay, and, we're, and on that note, it's a wrap. <laughs> on to our listeners' question. A listener asked this week, "What motivates you to work hard?" So you want me to start? You can start. All right. When I think about what motivates me, so many things motivate me. I am a dreamer. I can tell you this right now. I can. I'm a dreamer, and I like to see myself in places. And I imagine myself like, "Ooh, look at me on a beach. That would be so amazing." Or, "Ooh, I'm on a plane." Or, I like to dream because I know that if I work hard, I can get it. And I'm such a positive person that I work, 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 work to get it. 
Um, and sometimes I just see myself in different places. So that's what motivates me. What motivates you? Well, what motivates me is, I mean, I've been a businesswoman since I was in the fourth grade. Oh. I mean, if you tell me you're going to give me this or anything like that for something, I was going to work for whatever you, you had in this business deal. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Um, Talking to the parents. <laughs> but I also, I also like compliments. When people compliment me mm-hmm. and I know I did good and I worked really hard on something and people see it too, that what motivates me as well. I think everyone likes to be complimented. I think everyone likes a little pat on the back, you know, and especially from your parents, it's like, or your family, it's like, oh, I'm proud of you. It's like, ooh, let me go do it again. Let me go make them even more prouder. Let me make myself prouder in the process. So um, what's one of the places that you see yourself, like from your line of work, do you know what you want to do in the future? Um, I want to be a veterinarian. Okay. So I see myself That's owning cool. my own animal hospital mm-hmm. and just being like a really like the top surgeon I for see animals my, yeah because you have a passion for them mm-hmm. okay i like pets but <laughs> or animals but i don't like all animals but i think that's a cool job because that's a if that's what you want make sure you just keep working at it and, and going after it what do as, you see where do you see yourself as for me i like to talk so i see myself in just in entertainment somewhere, doing what I like to do, and I'm a person with many hats, so I like to sing, dance, act, anything like that, I'm with it, and I, I feel like my, my future holds that. We want to shine a light on someone so special to us, our Aunt Lanice Harris. Hey, Aunt Nene. So we want to talk about her small business. The name of her small business is called Made by Hand. Made by Hand is a charm bracelet small business run by the owner and creator, Lanice Harris. Each charm bracelet is custom made with three to four charms, and there are numerous bracelets to choose from. They will be a great gift, especially during the upcoming holiday season. So each bracelet is about $20, and the official Instagram page is, get your pens and your papers and or your cell phones and write this in. Made by Hand 180. For more information on how to get your bracelets, DM that Instagram page. That is their official Instagram page. You can also contact her at her email, madebyhand180 at gmail.com. So, we're so excited for you, Aunt Monique. Yes, Anini. And she says that your bracelets are on the way, so make sure you place those orders. I got to get me a bracelet. I do, too. It's the holidays. You got to get gifts out. Yes, and everybody loves a good gift, especially a handmade gift, because you know that it's made from love. I love jewelry, so I'm coming to order my bracelet on me. Love you. Love you. I laugh like that. <laughs> All right, so. <laughs> All right, guys, we're at our closing. I want to say thank you, Nate, for coming <laughs> Shout out your program one more time. What is the name of it? The Black and Brown Culture Alliance at Bamberg High School. Make sure you guys look out for that because we will, well, 
sorry. I will she be having will. different fundraisers and things like that. Yes. That you can support. So. so make sure you support. And speaking of support, thank you to everyone who has been buying my merch for the show. You guys have been so supportive. I have so many orders, and I promise, promise, promise they'll be out soon. To everyone else who didn't get your shirt, get your shirt, get your merch, and pre-order now. And I also want to talk about the things that, just to close it and wrap it up, what we talked about today. So we talked about Eva Longoria and her comments on the Biden election. We talked about Kamala Harris and her being our vice president-elect. And we shouted out your program. And we also talked about what motivates us. So all those things tie in together. And last but not least, of course, we talked about Anini's charm bracelets. Your charm bracelets are amazing. Make sure you go check her page out. It's made by hand 180. Made by hand 180. That's their official Instagram. We want to say congratulations and thank you to everyone who returns every single week and listens to me at what time? 6 p.m. 6 p.m. So make sure you set your clocks, set your reminders, and do what you got to do to make sure you're on. Love you all so much. Thank you, Nay. Bye. Talks, baby. <laughs>